0: to the uh, 68th episode of the Cast movie cast. Jeff, I have a quick question. Uh, what chemical compound causes pain in muscles after exercise? Uh, that's lactic acid.
1: Nice.
0: Yay.
1: We just applaud for the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> <The episode>. yeah. <laughs> um,
2: I think that the, like, the, the applause was too loud, so I don't think the mic picked up any of it. <laughs> okay. I didn't hear any of the applause.
1: Well, you saw it.
0: You saw it. Um, yeah. Today we have a special guest. Uh, <laughs> nice, <laughs> <The> mug. Mug. <laughs> nice mug. Nice mug. You
1: have a copper in space.
0: That's our special guest, yeah. It <laughs> is Jeff on a mug. Um, today we have my best friend. Sorry, Jeff. And <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not off to a great start. <laughs>
0: um, roommate of two years now. Two years. Uh, Jaxie Alegria.
1: Oh my god, you got my name right. Yeah. <laughs> really this is take seventeen yep. of that actually.
0: <laughs> um yeah, good to be here. Wanted. to good say is anyth- also anything? good to be here. All right. Um
1: Um I have nothing to say. Right, I have nothing cool. to say.
0: Yeah. She's probably the last uh, friend we've had on the podcast. Like, we've, we've run down the list, mm-hmm. and Jaxie's the only one that hasn't been here yet. Yeah, I've been but, um, holding
1: out for episode 69, <laughs> for and you really yeah. you cut We're, me off We dropped short. the ball on that
0: one, yeah. Um, but yeah, how's everybody's week been? Um, Jaxie. <laughs> we, okay, well, we moved this week. We moved this that week. That was a big thing. Which was annoying. Yeah, you're
2: no longer yeah. in your parents' house.
0: Yeah, this is a different yeah. background. I'm his parent. Yeah.
1: Moved out of my house.
0: As of, like, two minutes ago, this whole room was, like, pink and purple. And then both Jeff and Jaxie told me to not. Do
1: it looked that. very sexual. I mean, it didn't look it, sexual. It, it
0: looked cool, you know? It looked cool a little bit, but like a little bit
2: sexual, but also yeah. it like completely well, you know what? would blow out your faces. So, like, on camera, it didn't really make
0: sense. For 69th, we have a light for, <laughs> for that
1: episode. So,
2: yeah. yeah I'll, um, I'll make a custom zoom background.
0: Yeah.
1: Of just your living room. Just
0: Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll get a picture but of my all, old... all this, like, tinted purple as well. <laughs> um, yeah. I started Twitch streaming. So, good Thank for you. Yeah, me, I watched, right? like, 15 minutes of it. Which 15 minutes was it, Jeff? Do you remember um, what I-
2: I don't know. The issue I had is that I turned it on, and then immediately the screen froze, but the audio didn't freeze, so I didn't really see you. <laughs> Carson can just throw just his my voice. Phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like- no one in the comments mentioned that, so I think that was just a me problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was looking at the comments, I'm like, does anyone else like have this issue? So I think that was just me. So I think your, your Twitch stream was good. Okay, um, cool. You were yeah. just answering like, questions and stuff. Yeah, that's
0: what it is.
1: You yeah. never got to my question. Yep.
0: What was your question?
1: If I could make popcorn in the kitchen or if it would... Oh, if it would just... <laughs> <laughs> you ignore that one. Yeah. I didn't make popcorn.
0: I was, someone asked what camera we shot rhubarb on and I didn't know. So I rallied that question off to not rallied relayed, <laughs> relayed that question off to Nick. Okay, and, uh, let me so, guess. It was it was the Amira. No, it was a Sony FS7. For oh wait, was
2: this was this uh, through to Paul? Yeah. Okay, I was, because if it wasn't through to Paul, that would have been hilarious. If you shot it on a camera
0: that would cost that much. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now we're not. money. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Stop yeah, checking we're it. Not Bad vibes.
1: Something. <laughs> <laughs> Carson's mom just died. <laughs> Bad vibes. Turn it off.
0: Wow. On. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. That. That's the highlight of my week was Twitch streaming. Besides moving into a new apartment. Yeah, we just I guess moved. Just amazing <laughs> apartment. I feel, like I feel like that. Feels a little bigger. Moving was awful. we we uh I hi- we hired movers this time. Because the last time mm-hmm. I moved, it was miserable. Mm-hmm. So, and it was a little bit better, but we have two other roommates, John and Joey, who didn't hire movers.
1: And we had to pick up their stuff. Yeah,
0: so I paid yeah. from, to still move. <laughs>
2: I, yeah, because when I, last time I moved, I didn't hire movers, and it was just me and Scott, who both of us both know, and it yeah. was a bit bad idea. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: So, that's what's so... Yeah,
2: movers, definitely the fun. move. That was... <laughs>
0: oh,
1: that's a course really Singer. Jeff is sponsored right by movers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> sponsored by someone um no one actually i'm not sponsored by anyone
1: jeff couldn't think of <laughs> a but single i do like just plugging
2: stamps.com <laughs> in my everyday life i just tell people to buy stamps
0: <laughs> yeah okay uh <laughs> on that note how's it going jeff in uh, florida can we get an update in- oh uh yeah
2: i mean i don't go anywhere because florida has right. like you know, three percent of like the worldwide coronavirus cases yeah, in the last yeah. week. So I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't do anything. You don't do much, no. But Are you except coming punch back? my hand, which is really bad for audio.
1: <laughs> Are you coming back?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm coming back at some point in the next month.
1: Whoa,
0: ooh, for good, Jeff.
2: Uh, I, no, okay, because I have right. to get all my stuff to leave because I have no reason to pay rent in Chicago right now. Understood. Oh, you're saying so you're not coming back? Yeah, like I'm. I'm saying I might come back to Chicago at some point. But okay. I don't have a reason
0: currently. So I shouldn't build a podcast studio, is what you're saying. Because we're... Oh no,
2: I'll, I'll, make, I'll commute every week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we'll just get into the movie then. That we'll talk. In yeah, the I mean, that's fine movie. with me. Yeah, alright, cool. <laughs> uh, today we're talking about It's Such a Beautiful Day, uh, directed by Don Hertzfeldt. It is an animated film from 2011, I want to say. I don't know. Say whatever you um, want to. So, I mean, <laughs> I think year. I looked it up
2: and it's actually, it actually, was like three shorts that were con- like put together to form a feature.
1: So, was it actually? Like,
2: yeah. Yeah. It was like, I think one was from 2006, one was from like 2008 and then one was 2011. And then they wow. put it together and released it as a feature in
1: 2012. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Curse, it just I'm tr- it <laughs> took four time four tries to spell beautiful.
2: <laughs> also, how big is your monitor? <laughs>
1: Like, uh, it's Roy pretty big. That. It's just like,
2: it's just like,
0: it's just like the sun. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, it's big. It's pretty big. Um, this movie is an hour long. It's very short. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see what the. I was thinking of what a synopsis for this would be. It says it's such a beautiful day as an experimental dark comedy drama animated film directed. Written, animated, and produced by Don Hertzfeldt. Okay, so it doesn't That's say anything. Really, yeah. I would say wow, it's About
1: uh, a guy named Bill and his
0: he, experience with uh, failing memory like, and weird yeah, visions, brain tumors. Yeah, and uh, it's
1: about like mortality. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to hear what you thought, Jeff.
0: Yeah. Thing is, here's what I was thinking because Jeff and I have, believe it or not, we have talked about serious films before. We did talk like the first time I like when I was watching this. I remembered like our Synecdoche, New York discussion where we mm-hmm. didn't really talk about anything. So I was like, okay, we'll try to talk about something today. Uh, so I'm curious Jeff like what you thought cuz you're okay, I'll say this. Before we get into Jeff's out. thoughts, like <laughs> ja- <laughs> cuz okay, uh Jaxie you recommended this movie to me.
1: Yeah, it's been my favorite movie for like 6 years.
0: <laughs> Hence why Jaxie's on this episode. Um, so I watched it, and the first thing I said was, like, I had a horrible time watching it, because mm-hmm. um, it's just a very, like, kind of visually sensory demanding film, I it's, would say.
1: It, I feel like a surface level, it's very depressing, but if, mm-hmm. if you dig past that, I think it's actually, like, a very hopeful, optimistic movie. Yeah,
0: which we'll get into, but, yeah, so my point is I had a bad time watching it at first, but I loved it. So, Jeff, what did you, how was your experience watching this movie?
2: yeah so i think now before, and Andrew, I... before you say that
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding please just kidding.
2: <laughs> the problem is that like the the, the topic is like not funny, it's not funny so at it's just all. like such an awkward transition yeah yeah but no i agree with Jaxie in that like superficially like the first half of the film kind of feels like you're being dragged into this very dark film yeah and then the way it, it is kind of uh tied up th- you know the end it kind of feels like a hopeful film like the experience when i left it was very different than halfway through it
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's the thing i when i first watched it like felt the opposite and that's why we what we talked about mm-hmm. when i brought it up to you like i thought it was such a sarcastic ending kind of because this movie is so miserable. Like, it feels at one point, I realized this like the second time around. I don't know if any of you ever watched uh, Louis C.K.'s show, Louis, but it's like, it, it's just comprised of a bunch of like bad, like awful things that happen to people. And I just, it, it kind of reminded me of that. Like meeting Louis. Like meeting Louis C.K., yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just, this felt at one point like a compilation of just miserable things mm-hmm. um so for it to end on that note just felt like don Hertzfeldt making fun of the idea that things are okay and everything's nice but maybe i was just in a bad headspace yeah
1: i actually completely disagree with almost everything you said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, me too <laughs> louis ck never made any shows we're talking about
2: films where, <laughs> yeah. there was a very narrow window to watch that show what Oh Louis, uh, Louis, Lu- the Louis. C- yeah, Louis. It's yeah. Like you had like the couple years after it came out, and then if you want Well, I it.
0: was really into it in high school, and then I went to college.
1: Let's. Uh, so we're, we're gonna <laughs> move forward from that point. Yeah. <laughs> as Carson's manager, I think it's best. <laughs> we just move forward. Um. So you mentioned the the last sequence where can I do spoilers on here? Is it that-
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm just gonna say like right up. Well.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's do you just, guys do spoilers? Yeah, I think this this type of film you can't really talk about it unless you talk about it as a whole. I feel like. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well, spoiler alert! I'm about to spoil a bunch of it. Um, it's a
2: very sarcastic feeling. Spoiler alert! <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> spoiler alert! Whatever that means, uh... <laughs> idiots.
1: <laughs> um, the last, the whole last segment is, Bill, falls asleep in a field and he's saying how beautiful the day is and then the screen goes black and basically the narrator goes no he doesn't die here he doesn't die here and then it's like a 15 minute sequence where uh it just talks about how he doesn't die he lives forever he goes through like 10 wives he goes he sees the end of the earth he sees the next people to take over earth and inhabit earth and uh i think that is just like a really sorry you're getting so many texts right now yeah
0: i know <laughs> all from <laughs> <Never mind.
1: laughs> um it's it's not about how the story would be happier if he could live forever i actually think that the most depressing part of the movie is the last segment where he does live forever because um, you were saying how it felt like he was making fun of how he could live forever i think it's or how everything will be okay. Um, but it actually, like, the whole movie thematically is about how the end of life is what gives life meaning. And mm-hmm. how random and how horrible it can be and how beautiful all of that is. And yeah. how if you do live forever and you don't have an end and you just experience things and you experience everything, then nothing mm-hmm. really has any meaning.
0: Yeah. I Okay, yeah. See, and I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that. But I think what I was reading it as is that Throughout the movie, and there's a specific thing that he says in that last segment that I think gave me this idea, Mm -hmm. was when he was like, he'll go on to learn more things than anybody out there, but the idea of, like, death will still be completely, like, mysterious and unknown, and he'll never grasp onto it.
1: Yeah, I think that's so profoundly sad.
0: Yeah, exactly. It left me, like, super depressed, and I was like, what it's trying to say is, like, yeah, that's all beautiful, but at the end of the day, it's, like, pretty meaningless. Well, Like, you can, like, sure, it's, I think, I don't, ag- I don't disagree that it's super optimistic and beautiful in how it says, like, yeah, like, living, acknowledging what's around you is super beautiful, Um, but it's also making a point of, like, everything around you is also miserable, and it's, at the end of the day, like, nothing can take away from, well, like, the ending of it. I guess. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think that the last part of the film where he's living forever is giving you, like, the alternative to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's saying, like, yeah, best case scenario, like, for, because people don't want to die.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's like, yeah, but if you do live forever, like, this is what your, you know, existence is. Yeah. And, and it's I depressing. think the way it's framed... It's depressing and it's not a good alternative to death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know, because people don't really think through what not dying is. You just are like as a human you're like I don't want to die. Yeah. And I don't I think that yeah, as Jaxie said, my interpretation was also that death is kind of what gives the rest of life meaning because there is this you know, impending time sensitivity to everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think that the last sequence was kind of not making fun of, but like <clears throat> Uh, showing the audience why the character has to die, because the when the narrator goes like, oh, he doesn't die here, he doesn't die here, does he? You can't die, wake up, like that whole sequence. Um, it's like he's acting as the audience, which mm-hmm. is obviously like as the someone who watched it and fell in love with the character and wanted him to keep on living, I obviously was like, don't die, but then he shows you why he has to die and why it's beautiful that he dies um, in re- in reality. And the-, the fake ending is that he lives forever. And that is actually way sadder than mm-hmm. the real ending.
0: Yeah. So, so I guess. Yeah. So
1: I guess. It's, so no, hey, hey, listen, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> so I've always agreed with that. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I still think it like leaves me like equally as hopeful and in a good mood as -hmm. it does a bad mood yeah because i leave it feeling like even like the good shit that i do is meaningless but i i agree with everything you said at the same time
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um so i don't know but Yeah. yeah i
2: i think that also part of the what makes the the you know actual ending of him dying there um feel like not as sad is that he has this period of clarity before that Mm -hmm. where it Mm -hmm. kind of like wraps up you know this natural um kind of life that he had Mm -hmm. in a way where it's not like just confusing and then he just dies arbitrarily like it feels like it is like a nice ending yeah Mm
1: -hmm. yeah this scene with his dad made me cry i have daddy issues though so i don't know if you (laughs) you guys cry (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, glad we talked about the ending first before anything else. <laughs> I don't
1: know, I don't don't know where to go from
0: here. <laughs> um, I will say, like, what my thing with Don Hertzfeld is, like, this was the first. I've, I'd seen, like, Rejected because that was, like, a viral mm-hmm. YouTube video. Um, so I, I guess I can kind of count that. But this was, like, the first time I, like, paid attention to his work. And after this, I've gone like down a spiral of watching his other shorts mm-hmm. and World of Tomorrow and all of so that. Good. All so good. Also besides one of them. but his yeah. Twitter
1: bio is two-time Oscar loser is the funniest yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's the funniest bit.
0: Um, but like, I really like, after watching all of his other stuff, I'm like, I wonder if like It's Such a Beautiful Day will hit the same upon a second watch, having now seen what he's done. Mm-hmm. And it hits so much harder because it's it's such a culmination of all the ideas he's done because mm-hmm. that is what I love about it like some of the smaller bits and pieces that happen um like the leaf blower oh, uh scene. Such a good scene like that is a Don Hertzfeld short in itself and for him to just have all these different ideas work in unison to do this stronger idea I, it just works a lot better but I had no idea this was three shorts originally so I guess that makes sense.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, every time it says part one, part two, part three. Yeah, that's that's a different
0: Interesting, but um Yeah, Jeff knew that. Jeff knew that apparently (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I googled the film before I came on called Preparation (laughs) This is the most unprepared I've been in a while for the record Uh,
1: you put your fancy shirt on. I put
0: my fancy shirt on, yeah Yeah. Change the lighting. Um, I will say, yeah, uh Going into this a second time also, I forgot how funny it was.
1: It's so funny. Like, especially
0: watching in a group setting. Yeah. Because we watched it, me, Jaxie, and John Oppenheimer. Uh, Episode four. Anybody remembers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But we turned it on. Long time fans. (laughs) (laughs) There were immediate, like, we were laughing pretty consistently for, like, five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then there was just, like, such a strong cutoff. Um, And there were still funny bits. Um, I
1: feel like that's something that Don Hertzfeld does really well. Yeah, he's and, ride the line. He knows when to be funny and when.
0: He's really when good play. at transitioning you into that, um, like going from something funny to something totally. darker.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like in comedy you need seriousness; otherwise, mm-hmm. the funny won't be earned. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Because I watch, I would say like seventy percent of the things I watch are comedy, just because I do comedy. Yeah. So that's all I really am interested in. Really? Yeah. So I think that it the comedy hits harder because it's darker and I feel like things that are just trying to be funny For the sake of being funny don't really hit as hard.
0: Yeah This film is also just so disturbing sometimes and I realize a lot of that is the live action footage with the Like cartoon Mm -hmm. footage. There's the one of the guy who like froze in the iceberg. The Iceman. The Iceman. Yeah. Yeah And it's like this still like drawing of him and like, a, I don't know how he did the effect, um, like the water running over. It looks like he's in an iceberg, mm-hmm. and it's so disturbing. Like seeing like a like a drawing, but like in a real iceberg. Mm-hmm. It felt like a real person.
1: Yeah, the art style is amazing. Yeah, the whole animation is really good. I for a long time I've wanted to get a, my first tattoo be a still of it,
0: mm-hmm. but I can't
1: decide which one. That's to a choose. good idea. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you guys should so, put a uh, poll up on the instagram you yeah, com- just yeah a comment percentage. below the video
0: with what skill the tattoo everyone
1: is. call me directly my number is- i'm not gonna do that i'm not doing that at all
0: um I yeah say your number <laughs> <laughs> like wait uh yeah i was gonna get into the art style it's so it is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is so perfect. There's the one of, and we could just list off examples for the rest of the podcast, but there's the one where uh, the uncle, I forget, like, what relative it is, but it's the guy who shits ber- berries, Oh, remember?
1: he's, like, the great uncle, long-lost great Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: End. Which is such a good part of the movie. I yeah. love that part. And he grows the sunflower out of his head mm-hmm. when he dies, and then he, like, thinks about the moon, and the moon pops up on the outside of the circle that Mm -hmm. he's in and I just I don't know why it's so visually satisfying and works really well with the actual narrative
1: And when it transitions Mm -hmm. to like live-action After he gets the final diagnosis that he Mm -hmm. is gonna die. Yeah, when it switched to like actual live-action with animation like flickering over it Yeah, like like the car and lucid for the first time Mm -hmm. and he like sees the beauty of everything for the first time is like It's so... so good.
0: I was thinking because with that, like, the sound design of this movie is also so mm-hmm. good. That's something I realized. It's like, I was like, could, would this work if you, like, closed your eyes? And it would to a certain extent, but the visuals are such a heavy part of it.
1: Yeah, I feel I, like you need, the, you need the... You
0: need the... Definitely need yeah, the <laughs> It wouldn't be a good podcast. Yeah, no. Carson's like, it's you know, I'm podcast? gonna make a call What's right
1: wrong? now. Yeah. <laughs> Carson um, listens to it when he's in the shower. <laughs> he sings along.
0: <laughs> <an> hour-long showers. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think he, like we've been saying, he blended the live action with the animation and just, like, humanized a stick figure so well. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I saw the personality in every character. Even when he was, like, flashing through the different stick figures saying how they all look the same because they do look the same. Mm -hmm. I was like, somehow he does something where they all feel, I don't know.
1: Very real. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, but yeah. What do you think, Jeff, of the art style? Loved it. <laughs> Just it's running a, out of things to it's say. It's a tough like podcast, you know. <laughs> Google only. So has they someone. did hand drawing, apparently. No.
0: Um, I still am trying to figure out. Besides, like the obvious reason, like because there's a cutoff when it switches from the circles. You know, like when he's like boxed in, like the black background and mm-hmm. stuff. It there's I want to say like after the first, I guess it's. They're separate short films, but like after chapter one, it stops doing the circle thing to a certain extent. Like at least like the background isn't black anymore.
1: I have seen the movie probably more than thirty times, and I have no idea okay. what you're talking about. I'm I sorry. just like
2: I I remember like <laughs> I un- I know what you're talking about. I don't know if that is when the cutoff is.
0: Yeah, but I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, I just, like, I'm trying to find why that was a choice, but now that the, I know that they're three separate shorts, I guess, maybe. Yeah, that I, might have been the choice. That might have been the choice.
2: So Might have been the choice. This is the most <laughs> ambiguous conversation ever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think something that I really love about this movie is that Don Hertzfeld is the voice, and he wrote it, and he did the animation.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. it's almost a one-man Film. it's like him mm-hmm. and an editor right yeah i yeah. feel like
1: there's very few i can't think of a single other artist who makes films like that like he mm-hmm. puts so much of his own self into it
0: and i think that's like yeah. crucial to how well it works at the end totally. of the day because this is literally like a look into his mind and like how he and i feel like bringing in anybody else would just either water it down or just not have the same effect.
1: Yeah, cuz it really is very interpretable to each different person cuz I feel like everyone I know who's watched this Yeah. took different yeah. things away from it.
0: Right.
2: It feels very personal. How would you feel if instead they had a very famous person do the voice? <laughs> like Who would you
0: choose, Jeff? Will Ferrell. What if it
2: was
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Will Arnett.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want Sasha Baron Cohen to do it in a Borat voice. <laughs> it becomes ten times more depressing. <laughs> I think he switches back
0: to his, like, normal voice at one point. Not Sasha Baron Cohen in Borat, but, like, <laughs> Don Hertzfeld. I think he's one of the doctors. I, like, very, like, when they're telling oh, Bill to wake yeah. up, I thought I, like, heard a hint of his voice. But, yeah, anyways. Yeah.
2: Um, I just... Also, like, his last name is Hertzfeld. So it's like, hurts. Hurts. And like, you, oh, felt you felt something. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: had this shit planned for years. Jeff's
1: notebook says only that in huge letters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess now's the time to bring that out. Uh, <laughs> oh, I
1: didn't plug this, did I? Oh, I totally did. Oh, you did. Yeah, oh, it shit. happens
0: all the time. You just got to get it in the right This is why we need an intern. <laughs> we need- <laughs>
2: They, wait, the intern would be in your room. Yeah, He's under the we, desk we hide him right under right the bed. <laughs> like, Get out. <laughs> you see an arm reach up to plug it back in. <laughs> um, so guys, apply online if you want to be
1: the intern and live yeah, under Carson. Yeah, it's
2: bed. Uh, The problem is, I'm very against unpaid internships.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I also don't have any money. Yeah, so we pay him in. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's <far>. cool. <laughs> um yeah there's not much else i can say about it I, like i could just list off scenes but um i feel like Jaxie has a lot more to say. yeah about like what did you okay i want to hear like we usually do this when we have a guest on and we have them pick their like favorite movie <laughs> like why <laughs> would you say this is like your favorite movie generally that we i um, guess we've already touched on a little
1: bit but. yeah i mean i think the big part of it is that it Hits comedy so well. Like I said, I watched a lot of comedy, and it mm-hmm. also I watched it for the first time at like a very I don't want to say emo because I feel like that detracts from what I'm trying to say. It don't make me <laughs> see exactly. Right. I I was just
0: sniffing. I don't. <laughs> I want... love
1: that when hat is backwards, it's serious <laughs> Carson. When hat is so forward, forward, it's goofy. We're getting goofy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's so funny. Uh,
0: so <laughs> that's so funny.
1: Um. I really. Uh, I don't know I just I really like the comedy of it and it also hit at a really emo time in my life when I felt very like nothing that I do matters because it was like high school and I was 16 and living alone which was very weird and like I don't know like very dark time and it kind of gives you a perspective of like even this guy whose life objectively sucks like yeah as a kid hilariously middle, sucks and, yeah it's so <laughs> awesome how he got tumors it's so funny <laughs> uh that the joke? Um, even this guy whose life is very dark and very troubled is at like once he realizes how soon his life is gonna end he uh finds the beauty in everything and like very much appreciates everything and like mm-hmm. i don't know so this very last second he lives his life to the fullest presenting school
0: yeah i
1: also because you both you both being me and you, you i don't know i worded it like that <laughs> um we both just graduated college mm-hmm. like a month ago yeah and are transitioning our lives into we wake up every day and we don't really have a thing to do Mm -hmm. we just like we could do some chores yeah play some games watch a movie go to bed so like the whole section about the monotony of life and like i think the quote is um he thinks about all the monotonous things that he's wasted his time doing and then he realizes that um that is his life and the uh, like the unusual parts are when he does things other than that. Yeah. Um, that's something that I feel like hit a lot harder on this rewatch because
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, it is like what I've been thinking about, like what do you do? Like Now our life is ours and we have mm-hmm. to make choices for ourselves and yeah. we have to, uh, I don't know, like appreciate the opportunities that we have. Mm-hmm. And it's also really hard because we're in a pandemic and you can't yeah. really, it's really hard to see the beauty in things especially right now Mm -hmm. um so i feel like this movie is very important not thematically important to at least to me personally right now
0: yeah definitely i was gonna ask like how it aged because you saw it when you were younger and now Mm -hmm. seeing it now but i guess that that answers that
1: yeah plus i watch it every 72 hours understood (laughs) understood
0: um
2: (laughs) so that so then in a way this is part of the monotony of your life this podcast?
0: Hurts, felt dude. Get that
1: tattooed.
0: <laughs> we found it. <laughs> Just get Don tattooed. <laughs> Don. No, I don't. Oh, uh, no. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm very curious to watch this a little bit later down the line. Mm-hmm. It's one of those that I think hits you differently depending when in your life you watch it. Because yeah. even now, like, I remember I watched it impulsively back in, I want to say, like, April. When I was having like an awful week, and mm-hmm. it it hit differently this time. Still like the same general idea, but um, yeah, it, that's what I like so much about it is there are a lot of different ways to read into it where there isn't like a correct answer. Yeah. To and I don't, and the film acknowledges that even it doesn't know what the answer is here.
1: Totally. Yeah, I think um, it is really interesting because you did watch it and you you like texted me and you were at you were sad. <laughs>
0: you were very sad. It was a bad you week, yeah. yeah. So
1: I feel like it the movie kind of turns into you you project yourself onto it. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of a mirror in the way that you watch it and you it becomes whatever you are experiencing internally at that moment, which I think is really mm-hmm. interesting. Jeff, do you yeah. where are you in terms of existentialism and do you feel oh, like that oh yeah let's I talk mean, therapy
2: Jeff. i agree that i definitely felt the the like life is the monotony mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah because like i pretty much do the same thing every day and i have for the last three months mm-hmm. yeah so but relative to like the other parts of what you were talking about in this film which that whole sentence i just said made no sense no um. it made sense
1: i liked blacked out for the whole thing so I have no idea. yeah yeah
2: it's just some words that felt kind of <laughs> like they made sense if you put them together, but it doesn't mean anything.
1: Um, <laughs> DJ, play them back. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. The but this film I think is interesting in that you can it you can interpret it differently uh, according to like your life and relative to where you currently are. Mm-hmm. But the actual intention of the meaning of the story I felt like was surprisingly straightforward, in that I had. Pretty much the exact same interpretation as Jaxie,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. For which
2: sure. you know, for a film that where you, it can make you feel a variety of things depending on the the state in which you're watching it, it's kind of amazing that he was able to draw like such a straightforward overall conclusion.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: We probably read the same article. The <laughs> well, one that said <at> Hertzfeld, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um, That's the title of the, the note about it is Earth Felt. Um, I want to touch on this really quick. I won't spend too much time on it, but like a few people, a few of like my fans have like compared it to Synecdoche New York a little bit because they are both like trying to answer like death and, and stuff like that. And I think this one handles it a little bit better than Synecdoche just because it's a lot tighter. It doesn't feel as ambiguous and synecdoche is more about like the what happens after death and i guess this is to a certain Mm -hmm. extent but like this one i think focuses so much on like how you handle death when you're alive or like in the moment i feel like uh I and also know. where it you know it's like
2: impending yeah because obviously we all have this existential version of death where we know like we could die but we're not expecting it soon mm-hmm. so this film obviously handles it in a way where he like knows that it's coming yeah relatively mm-hmm. soon even though you still don't know the exact moment
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i think i i don't know how much epicurus you guys have read <laughs> I don't. I want to. I don't want to sound like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, Epicurus says, but um, Epicurus does say that uh, death isn't something to be feared because because death is the absence of feeling, um, and whatever happens after that is the absence of feeling. It's not. It's not something that's painful or something that's negative. So it's something that's aggressively neutral. It's like the most neutral thing that could possibly be because mm-hmm. you are oh did it again. <laughs> can we get
0: yeah, just, just, come on <laughs> <laughs> You can do that yourself. It's just why I you like
1: it when <laughs> you do it. Um so what so i Will match going on
2: when we started doing video like a lot of this stuff that now we just think about it as everyone sees the video but the people who still just listen to the audio a lot of this makes no sense
0: <laughs> I, th- I think <laughs> it's fun
1: there's like a
2: minute straight of like you trying to plug in a headphone. <laughs> I, like, oh, <laughs> I think the video is important
0: at
1: least it was important enough that Carson had to raise his computer chair so he'd be taller than me on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're,
0: we're, no, this, this is where everyone was at before. <laughs> and anyways, so what were you saying about philosophy? Yeah, so
1: Epicure <laughs> Epicurus is, I think, a really interesting philosopher, if you guys are into philosophy at all, because I feel like he's one of the most misinterpreted philosophers of all time, because um, everyone thinks that, uh, so his whole thing was like happiness equals pleasure and everything that you pursue in the search of happiness should be pleasurable things. And it's not pleasure is in like sex or anything. It's like pleasure is in like things that give you positive feelings. Mm-hmm. Um and the way that most people interpret that is uh, that he was a drunk, he just liked getting drunk and liked having a bunch of sex, and he lived in a commune where they would just all, can I talk about any yeah, of this? Yeah. Okay, cool. Or they would just all fun. We're not
0: getting monetized
2: at all. So. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Um, even how much I talk about stamps.com, they're still <laughs> <that>
0: monetizing. Uh, <laughs> what you were
1: saying? I was saying, uh, and. <laughs> I put my headphones For on. the listeners at my home, glasses Jeff turned
0: his hat backwards.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: um, anyway, Epicurus is so pissed right now. He's like, oh, plug, plug, plug. He <laughs> <laughs> turned his hat backwards. Yeah. Um, basically, what he is talking about is you have to avoid things that uh, give you negative feeling. And that's why death isn't something to be afraid of because... While the process of dying can be painful and can be an unpleasurable experience, death itself is the lack of pleasure and the lack of pain. So in itself, at its core, it can't be a bad thing, which I think matches uh, It's Such a Beautiful Day, what that movie is saying very closely, and that's why I really like Mm -hmm. both of them. Yeah kind of lost what I was saying at some point. I'm really no, distracted I, by I, that I, little curl no, thing. No, you that.
2: you brought it back. It made some sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, it it definitely, you know what though, that does leave room for still
0: fearing dying.
1: Yeah, well, don't be a that pussy sounds Jeff. Unpleasant.
0: I would I have a quick question. Is that a new Cars cast hat, Jeff? Oh. No, I
2: I just oh. keep good care of the ones. I, I mean, they I, were yeah, light I do fifty blue. of them. Okay. <laughs> this is light blue. It's just the lighting in here. Is a bit oh, weird. I was like. It's we because don't have so, so my hats. I have a light panel off in the distance that I actually kind of just mixed oh. colors because there's like some tungsten here. There's some daylight. You know, Jaxie oh. knows she's a professional. I
1: know. Yeah, I professional. Why so
2: are I just these kinda, pink lights? kind are guest.
1: Okay. I can't give my opinion. I'd have to charge you by the hour. <laughs> intern what do you think (laughs) yeah
0: iatzi is gonna watch this
1: (laughs) i get kicked out of my union
0: um cool well i think for now we'll leave it at that um but i i will probably have a different way of looking at it the next time i see it Mm -hmm. but what are we feeling Mm -hmm. for a rating unless anyone has any last points
1: five stars so
2: Jaxi, are yeah rating is out of five yeah Um, but i'm gonna give it five you already knew that <laughs> although theoretically you could have been like no five out of Ten. six stars yeah Oh. Five out of four yeah five, we're okay, saying five yeah. out of five i'm going four and a half
1: oh, fuck you god oh, wow. jesus christ <laughs> just to be just to be different
2: know, just to be different
0: yeah so what time of day are we thinking we watched this i think we all watched this in the mid-afternoon mm-hmm. which is a weird time yeah. in my opinion to, to watch, watch this completely. movie last yeah, time i watched, watched it
2: time after to reflect on it
0: yeah Last I time like I watched I that, watch this, like... think about it for like an hour, go to sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, Jeff, people want the time of day rating. I... People want the well, time of day rating? Well, one person does. I got a comment.
2: But I, I, that... I feel like we shouldn't be subjecting every other person who listened. Wait, well, unless hey, our listener count is like three. If you guys don't want it, you need to say something.
1: Right now, right we'll now. Wait. Yeah, wait, Anything everyone. that
2: you don't want You have to tell us specifically <laughs> <laughs> like, so um, be like, I don't want Carson to kiss the camera <laughs> It's like he's never done that But like we don't know you don't want that Unless you tell us Yeah.
0: Uh, I think
1: time of day I would say night But I would say night For a different reason than why Jeff said night Because I think that it's really important to watch this movie and then internally reflect about how you felt and what part of your life and your insecurities you projected on the movie and talk, talk to yourself about it. And watching it with people in the middle of the day, for the first time at least, kinda I feel like detracts from that a little bit because you start, uh, I feel like the, uh, movies in general, about, I feel like this about movies in general, where if you watch it with someone, you have to give yourself 10 minutes To break it down in your head before you talk to anyone else because people are so easily Mm -hmm. swayed by people's Mm -hmm. opinions. So especially this movie, I feel like you have to watch it and figure out what it means to you. And then you can talk about it with other people. And then I feel like the whole experience would be a lot more interesting, at least. I
2: agree because there's been one or two times—really, this is true with any film— but there's been one or two times I finished the film like the minute before we started recording this podcast and I had formed no opinion about the film <laughs> and then had to pretend to like talk about it for, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it's happened a lot because Jeff is always like, and I think I've said this before, you're like, how about in like 53 minutes we start? I'm like, yeah, that's specific, <laughs> but all right. Um, so yeah, I guess that does it for uh, the movie today. It's available on Vimeo on demand. If anyone would like to support it and check it out,
1: isn't it free?
0: No, was it, was oh, it free for I you? I paid for it. Yeah, I no, paid. For really? It. Yeah. I thought Dom it used made to it be free, free for.
1: Oh, maybe it's he made it free when the lockdown started. Oh, for really? people to watch it, but I'm not sure if.
0: Because I started watching it when the lockdown started, and it was oh, well, twelve dollars.
1: Sucker! <laughs> I'm pretty sure he made it <laughs> free somewhere.
0: Nice. Well, uh, with all that out of the way, let's get into. Questions. All right, I'm going to change my rating to five stars.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thank now you. Now that he's had
0: time to reflect on it.
1: Like, told
2: I had that, it's my oh, 10 I minutes from it. When I the film. And just, they just hit. <laughs> I don't do
0: myself this time. You're Okay, yeah. Um, oh yeah, I can't do right. it. Jesus so, Christ. Christ. <laughs> I have... It's no say, okay, Jeff. We, 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 yeah,
2: well, <laughs> Jaxie can't hear me. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, here's a, for a quick discussion. Do you want to talk about Jaxie's job?
0: yeah oh. i guess we never
2: really introduced Jess. <laughs> yeah that's what i realized too because i'm like she has an interesting job yeah what it, tell us about your job
1: so my job is i'm a lighting technician for film and television so i'm in uh IATI 476 in which is my local union in chicago which yep. basically means i do union shows which are like all the dick wolf nbc chicago shows and like Fargo, and Utopia, and Shameless, and all the all the big stuff that shoots in Chicago, that's kind of my, I, I run the cables and set the lights.
2: Yep. It's cool job. Yeah. That's your current job, and it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you also do comedy.
1: Yeah, I am a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Which is why I know so much about philosophy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, but I figure that was interesting for some of our listeners who sometimes are like, "What's the industry like?" And both of us are like, "We don't know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, I I do another you're the episode in, in about industry about industry that. stuff if you guys want to do yeah, that or whatever for sure.
2: I mean, yeah, if you want to give like a quick you know thing about how you got into the
0: industry, any advice for like younger people trying to
1: um, those are two very different questions. Well, all right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um,
2: Combine them into one succinct answer.
1: All right. Every other word will be an answer to each one of your questions. <laughs> um, I guess in terms of how I got into it, I truly don't... I can't pinpoint what happened or how it happened because it was very like I stumbled into a bunch of different things because I am pretty young for my union. I feel like I. the average age of my union is like made 40s maybe. Um, and I... Got in when I was 19. Um, So it was just kind of a lot of like random happenstance. But in terms of like advice for people, um, the best advice that I can always give is ask people for help all the time and put yourself out there. And also be very straightforward about what you want to do. Because I feel like a lot of people go to film school. We just graduated from film school. Um, A lot of people go to film school and settle right away. They're like, they internally want to be a director, but they are afraid that they're not going to make it, or it's going to be too hard, or people are going to make fun of them for having dreams or whatever, that people have a lot of different insecurities, and they'll settle for like lighting, or like editing, or sound, or something, um, which is a lot easier to get into. So I would say from day one, be honest about what you want to do and be straightforward about who you want help from. Um, because people can't help you unless they know what you want. Because if I think of you as an editor, I'm never going to like throw you uh, cinematography jobs or like recommend you to direct anything because I don't know that you want to do that. So you have to tell people what you want, otherwise people can't help you. That's my best advice.
2: Yep. That was, see, what I used to do is when I was making a project, I would ask you for help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just help in general. <laughs> yeah, just help in general. <laughs>
2: because you were the director of photography for the web series that I did with Dan White, who was also a guest, that Nahal, who was a guest, also worked on, and John Oppenheimer also yeah. worked on.
1: Mm, so we have a very the... small net yeah. of friends.
0: <laughs> I had nothing to do with it, no. but,
1: um, you know. <laughs> My only condition to work on it is Carson has to save the hell away.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I end up bringing in keychains and shit. He's <laughs> 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 like, we don't need that. <laughs> um, yeah. I help with Headphone Jacks. That's my thing.
1: You're the intern of your own podcast.
2: That, that actually sounds like a nickname for Jaxie, Headphone Jacks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think the best nickname I've ever gotten was Apple Jacks. It's absolutely my favorite. Oh, yeah. No one has That's ever topped it. That's a challenge to you two and Jeff, everyone listening. Do you have any nicknames that people have given you?
2: Um, not. Well, the thing is, obviously, Jeff is already a nickname. <laughs> so really that's lame like the main, the main one is, it's, it's, it's already one it's already Mitchell one name's syllable like Thomas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> jeff for some reason yeah nice cool well nice let's games. move on to questions um this first one comes from uh, max fisher 22 it is if you could replace any character in movie history with Nicolas cage who would you pick and why I didn't tell you guys about this question beforehand, no. so I guess we gotta... No, you didn't. Uh, I didn't That's think a tough about one. an answer either. Wait, so... Um,
2: wait, it's if I could replace um, one movie character?
0: Yeah. Not like... Well, so the like, question is if I could just recast, recast someone, someone yeah, as let's, Nick let's Cage. Because Nick Cage in like, Finding Nemo would make no sense, because he can't swim. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to assume he can't... I didn't mean he can't swim. You <laughs> just... He, the worst,
2: like, explanation of like the parameters of this that I've ever heard.
1: Serious.
0: So to answer this question seriously, um,
1: I don't like Nick Cage. I'll be honest. I'll, st- I'll say no. That right yeah, now. that's the well, thing. I
2: was gonna pick a movie that I hated because I don't want him to ruin a movie I like.
1: Oh, so I
0: don't think he's a bad actor. What do you <laughs> like? We just. I just think he's a
1: bad swimmer. We just...
0: <laughs> we just watched Raising in Arizona the other night and I was reminded that it's probably the worst Coen Brothers movie I don't know if you've seen it Jeff but it's uh no
2: I just saw on Letterboxd John Oppenheimer wrote that he wished he was watching Fargo instead
0: yeah it's that is literally what my thoughts were It's it literally is Fargo but worse um, but I, I will stand by the fact that Nick Cage is pretty good in it but uh I don't know
1: I feel like The Room would be fun
0: The Room would be fun Ooh, that's yeah. a that's a good idea I like when he gets, like, like if you've seen Mandy, no one here has seen Mandy. I it's watched like, the first 20 get, minutes
1: of it, but I was too high and very scared. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he gets crazy. I would, oh, my God. Uncut Gems. He would be so fun in Uncut Gems. Come, you didn't like Uncut Gems okay, to Uncut Gems, no. Here's my idea. Just oh. replace, <laughs> put
2: Nick Cage in a Jackie Chan film instead of Jackie Chan.
1: So you're saying you would whitewash Jackie Chan with Nick Cage? <laughs> no, I'm not saying he would be Jackie Chan. Yeah.
2: Not, I, it's not a film. I'm not saying put him in a film where Jackie yeah. Chan it's like not about like Asian culture.
0: Yeah, that'd be f- fun. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> now I'm cage changing my answer. The- <laughs> put him at the beginning of not the beginning. Put him in It's Such a Beautiful Day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> As the narrator?
0: Yeah. <laughs> He, it, I, Don Hertzfeld kind of sounds like he's doing a Nick Cage impression and it's such a beautiful day when you think about it.
1: I don't want to think about it. Okay.
0: Um, I'm gonna stick with Uncut Gems. Nick I think Cage and be... Space Jam.
1: <sighs> oh, that's a good answer.
0: That's pretty good. I was gonna say Nick Cage in Marriage Story.
1: He plays the kid. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's the problem. I don't
2: want to pick a film that's like really good.
0: I literally, Just I think he's, he's a great actor. Has anyone here seen Adaptation? He's fine. No,
2: I just think that Nick Cage, who's like 60 years old in Marriage Story, wouldn't really make sense. Yeah,
0: I guess that'd be a weird film. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Carson Google's movies. <laughs> movies. I'm just it.
0: going through my letterbox right now.
1: Let's just skip the question. Yeah, let's skip the question. Let's skip the question.
0: Um, well, that we've never considered that an option. <laughs> <It's just> a, <laughs> it's just, we we always on. just okay. kind of trudge our way through these <laughs> questions. Um, this one comes Which from you <laughs> pick them. <laughs> This one comes from triple uh, No Obama. It is No
1: Obama, like No No
0: Obama. No, okay.
1: Like garden gnome. Yep,
0: that's why the G is capitalized. Yeah, um, that's favorite, the joke. Candy?
1: favorite
2: candy. <laughs> favorite candy. Favorite candy. I did give so you. This I, I one eat a in lot advance. of candy. You guys both. Wait, eat that's a the candy. one you gave in advance.
0: Mm. Yeah. I, well, I. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give You're you. Like, a, I think on this. One, I didn't give so you any. But in that advance. means that
2: implies that you. Remembered to ask questions, like give the questions in advance, but then specifically chose to only give that one about candy.
1: Yeah, Carson was like, "I really want this seven minutes of my podcast to suck." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) So let's get back to the question. What are we (laughs) doing? All right, so I'm gonna go like Airheads are pretty high up on the list.
1: Oh yeah, I think Airheads is a company. Like of my top ten candies, Airhead brand products are like seven of them.
2: Yeah, because you're big into like Airhead Extreme.
1: Yeah, like the rainbow ones. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm a huge candy person. I feel like I, since moving, I haven't had candy, but before that, I probably had candy every day for yeah. like nine months straight.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of my answer while looking at this giant family size bag M and M's. I'm I got this going on. Um, so I'm probably gonna go M and M's. They're just consistent. They're good. No, what? No, like M and M's are up there, but I'm a big chocolate boy. Yeah, and I like Milky Way a lot
1: milky way is milky
0: way is a perfect like it's, the, that's a solid for
2: for candy chocolate candy bars that's pretty good yeah but the ratio chocolate, of like caramel one, what is take five take five take oh. five
1: i haven't had one that's in a long best, time but my my i don't think i've had a bad experience with them yeah. do you guys like paydays i'm a huge payday person Paydays
2: fine <sighs> that's just i don't know if i remember it. i know it's like peanuts are in it
1: yeah, it's just caramel, like a log of caramel.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wasn't sure because when you said I, you loved it, I just didn't think anyone could possibly love a bunch <laughs> of peanuts stuck together.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like think I associate like, them with like good memories. I don't know. I, do yeah. you, you guys have a lot of. It Mexican just feels listeners? like if you had a
2: cup holder full of caramel and peanuts, a payday is what happens.
1: <laughs> I so I yeah. grew up in Mexico, and so my favorite candies are all Mexican candies. So I don't want to say them because I feel like.
0: No go. Go ahead. Um.
1: Pelonetes are really good. Do Do you guys like t- Do you know what tamarind is? No. It's like a tamarind candy. Okay. Um, and Carlos Quinto is the best chocolate. I'm gonna buy you some actually because it's easy to get in Chicago. Are they um, nuts? No. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I'll check. <laughs> uh, but that would be my like when I think favorite candy. All of my top five are like all mexican
0: gotcha yeah yes. i i when i went to mexico i remember one candy and it was like an octopus thing it was like squid like it was like long it was stringy it was like spaghetti oh, it was like the, uh, the Lucas hair.
1: is what you're thinking yeah yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. not an octopus
1: uh, octopus
0: spaghetti cool. same thing it's you know? like
1: spaghetti and it's like
0: Coated gummy in consistency sugar.
1: covered in chili powder and sugar and then you have like a <clears throat> chamoy sauce that you yep. pour over it and it's like spaghetti really good. Mm-hmm. Remember we saw uh, a car run over a thing of salsagetti in LA and it like splattered everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember I don't that. Re- that it really made an impression on me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah, so that kind of like yeah.
2: very specific detail that feels like it would have been in the film we
0: just talked about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> something kind of beautiful about it.
1: <laughs> it's such a beautiful
0: <laughs> Um so yeah, I guess those are some solid answers. Mm-hmm. Uh moving on to this last one, it comes from Lily Th- Rebecca. It is what's your favorite book to film adaptation? Um I'm going to say like the f- I don't know if this is the answer, but my my go-to right now is Willy Wonka, the first one. Uh just because like think about like That's... when that first came out, you know? Like you the, you all you had was the book and to see that like visually, mm-hmm. probably like that film is still so like Like potent, yeah, with like Mm -hmm. all the colors and set design, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can imagine seeing that for the first time.
2: Um, okay, yeah, that's actually a very good answer, and it's making me uncomfortable that I'm definitely not gonna have anywhere near as good an answer as that. Let's hear it. You first,
1: (laughs) (laughs) um, I think my go to would be oh, I have two, I think. I, Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies. That's a really and good choice. amazing book and amazing movie because they both hold up yeah. in really different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very different, but they also are both amazing, which I love. And then my second one would be The Shining.
0: Ooh. Because the book is... So different.
1: Is Oh, actually, I said earlier, I told myself I was going to say Coraline, so I'm going to give myself oh, three yeah, answers yeah, yeah. and take even more options away from Jeff. <laughs>
2: okay so my issue is that i haven't read a book in about 15 years and i don't remember i don't even know what movies are based on books harry potter i'm not gonna say harry potter though <laughs> for that's like the, the goat, easiest yeah. answer you could come up What was I? Just all right so instead i'm gonna google Film was based on books, and then you guys Google a up. lot
1: on your show, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. because <laughs> we're a very no. we're a
2: modern tech savvy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we put. So Unfortunately, I Google. just googled the word
0: Google because I wasn't thinking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no um, one heard about Google before you guys. <laughs>
0: I'll keep it going. Um,
1: Can we talk about Coraline? Yeah, I let's bring did, up Coraline. I wanted to bring up Coraline because mm-hmm. it's so good Ooh, and apparently the, the graduate
2: m- was based on a book. There you go.
1: Is that your favorite? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Coraline. Uh, one of the main characters in the movie does not exist in the book, which I think is one of the... Have you read the book?
0: No. It's like a... Wait, yeah, I have. I just like forgot about novel. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, by Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. It's really good, and uh, YB... Line yeah, line, you're right. The main character Completely. in the movie, or the second, the secondary character. The movie's character. called Coraline. Yeah, after the is <laughs> It's not called Wybie. <laughs> but how good would it be if it's called Wybie?
0: I've met so many people that look just like... Let's move on.
1: You mean you look... Uh... No, let's move on. <laughs> um, And I think he's such a good character for the movie. I think the book is a 10. I think the movie's a 9. Uh, but I think it's obviously a really good movie. Yeah. I'm gonna rip this out again. I keep hitting it.
0: Oh yeah, I need to fix. Yeah, that. this is a
1: rat's nest. Okay. <laughs>
0: well, hey, you know what? Let's
1: move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coraline, Jurassic Park, The Shining, which I think is fun because of the T mm-hmm. behind it. Stephen hate... King
0: fucking hates. Yeah. The
1: movie. because um, I love the book and I love the movie and I love that they hate each other. <laughs>
0: yeah. I want to read 2001 the book, because apparently that's a book. That's um. a book too yeah they, they wait is it i don't know is everything a book i know my friend has a book called 2001 a space odyssey so it's got to be based on the movie yeah well
2: what's really <laughs> tricky though is when they make books after the movie and they base the book off yeah. the movie mm-hmm. like jimmy I mean, Ho- generally
0: Trump's that thing. only happens to children's films
1: that joke <laughs> that bit. they did make it <laughs>
0: SpongeBob is based. SpongeBob is based off a cartoon, or I mean, it is a a comic book.
1: Oh, you know what we haven't talked about? Boss Baby was based on a book.
0: <laughs> it, was. it was, and you have the book. the book. I
1: have the book and the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. Have you read the book, Jeff? Uh, yeah. Well,
2: that's Jeff has one book I've read in the last fifteen <laughs> years. <laughs> it's
1: like a children's uh, photo book. Yeah. It's cute. It's a great book if you guys have kids, cool. or if you are babies and are looking for some on it <laughs>
0: Our intern's basically our kid, so. <laughs> <laughs> we read it too. Okay. Um, well, I think that does it for questions. Uh, so I guess we'll just move on to the... Here's what. Okay, here's what we, me and Jeff were going to say. Um, meme of the month is happening this week. And it's me. Sh- Jaxie is the meme of the, of the month, month the whole time. Yeah, no, but we're going to be doing it this week, and it will be coming out... At some point this week, exclusively on the YouTube channel, because talking about memes over audio <laughs> sounds just a little bit worse than what's currently going. on <laughs> So that's the scoop for everyone waiting for it. Uh, yeah.
2: For all six of you.
0: All six of you, yes. Um, but before we wrap things up, well, I guess we are wrapping things up. Um, we'll read a review to le- uh, encourage everyone to leave reviews. We love this is a funny one um we love hearing what you guys have to say about the podcast um so this one comes from comma and question mark exclamation point eight comma nine Mm -hmm. um it's
1: pronounced thomas
0: (laughs) it's pronounced hertzfeld um the subject line is read this review cars cast here we are uh five stars and it is this is my second favorite podcast (laughs) A good one. So thank you comma and question mark exclamation point 8 comma 9.
1: I want to know what your favorite podcast is. Yeah. Can you call get up us a right follow. Now? Yeah, yeah.
0: Good thing they left their phone number in the review. So <laughs> we'll 8, read that 8, one. Yeah. Actually, I feel bad
2: it's that we weird. Read... Their their favorite podcast is Freakonomics.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was such a niche Those, joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's they hit with like four people.
0: <laughs> I feel bad someone left a really nice long just read it
1: as fast as you can. No, one we're, breath, we're saving ahead. it for next week. Um, yeah, we'll do it so. next week.
2: Not,
0: this isn't the last episode
2: of the podcast, yeah. as far as I know.
0: <sighs> we Cut it off right Unless our sponsor shut us down. <laughs> yeah. Stamps.com Stamps. Stamps. file. Stamps. a com. Please don't shut us down. Is it an actual website? Stamps.com? Yeah. Like yeah. They're, they're like one of pod- the biggest best. podcast sponsors. Yeah. Stamps. Oh, really? Com. Yep. He, he heard us on radio or podcast. Click here.
1: Well,
2: I did hear it on a podcast. Yeah. Can you click there? <laughs> it's just not um,
0: one that they have sanctioned to talk about <laughs> the Uh We'd like to finish this off by thanking our lovely patrons.
2: Well, if you, real quick, last okay. week we had one name that we forgot. In oh the my list of God, you're who, right. Do you have the name, yes. Jeff? Uh, okay. So I'm not 100% sure on the pronunciation, so I'm going to pronounce it two ways. Okay. Uh, it's either Evan Beatty or Evan Beatty.
0: Yep. Thank you for the donation.
1: Uh, Call towards... him Evan Baby to make up for <laughs> <Baby>. <laughs> forgetting his name. Evan yeah. Baby.
0: Um, but awesome. Thank you so much. But yeah, so patrons. Uh, if you would like to become a patron and help support us because we're not sponsored by stamps.com yet, uh, go to patreon.com slash karstcast where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, QAs, shout outs at the end of every episode, and much, much more. So this week we would like to thank Allison Grace, Annabelle Falk, Atticus Merwin, Connor Holmes, Doctor Aneurysm, Eden, Ethan Kell, Holly Edwards. Uh, if Meme of the Month is so good, why is there no meme of the month? Facts. Uh Iron Tusk ninety-three, Iva, Josh Jacob Colness, got ahead of myself. Joshua Kriswicky, Josie Eiler, June Australian Winter, Liv Rob, Lucian Vecina, uh, Martin Deff, Marilee Borslow, Moses Ox, Ready Steady Ernie. <laughs> Robert Burke, Sergio Palacio, Sofia Arieta, Tegard Strom, Vera S. What's the matter? What would the Cars film be about? And Yoki Sasquatch. Thank you guys. Merly
1: Boris who's that?
0: Could be uh, anybody. That's
1: my <laughs> ah! She donates a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> She's
0: paying rent. Yeah. Um. Both of ours. Uh. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for the continued support. Um. I guess that's all we have to say. Um, Jeff, do you have anything else? To, well, do you have anything else to plug? Um, oh yeah, that's a good point.
1: Follow me on Twitter. I'm a comedian. Yeah. And I make jokes. And sometimes I tweet jokes <laughs> about Carson that he makes me delete. So put notifications <laughs> on, and you'll see the good ones. I'm at Zip off shorts. Zip off shorts. Zip off so shorts. Z I P O F F S-H-O-R-T-S. Yeah, write that down. Write that down. Write so, it down, tattoo it on your
2: arm. Is that like the pants that you zip off to make them shorts? Or is it shorts? They, they start as shorts and you zip them off
1: to um, be not on <laughs> To anymore? be shorter shorts? <laughs> uh, well, zip off pants was taken. Um, and my previous username that I have had for many years was at nutthin or nutthin because I love nutthins. Uh, the Cracker, but I was told by a friend that it sounds like uh, the I'm referencing ejaculation, so I had to change it <laughs> to Zip-Off Shorts, uh, and I've been Zip-Off Shorts ever since. Yeah, so follow me on there. Uh, that's all I have going on in my life right now. Do yeah. you have
2: any other film projects that you want people to watch?
1: Uh, mm, Just follow me on Twitter. I'll tweet out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I could talk about movie, TV, working in the industry stuff more. Yeah. If you guys want me to. Yeah. I don't know. But... You'll be on in
0: the next 68th episode.
1: Okay. six, six, six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Jeff.
0: It can, it can do a cycle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you yeah,
2: have anything that, else so to So, I think, what, that would be 2022
0: that we'll see you again? Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay.
1: <laughs> Jeff, do you have anything yeah, else to say? Yeah, i
0: catch on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side.
1: I refuse to do this. <laughs> <laughs> please, please.
0: <laughs> Catch you on the flip side.
1: Can you do your impression of me? No. Please? No. Just, just
0: Say it, Jeff. Flip side. Okay.
1: Oh, quick. Uh, do your Will Pulitzer impression. Go. <laughs>